Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a podcast about everything you ever loved and were afraid to talk about. I'm your host, Ann Kern. And I'm also your host, Emily Cardamus. So this week we have on uh, our friend Chuck, who decided to talk about uh, kind of a weird, like a fun combination of music and anime by bringing uh, the Daft Punk album Discovery and the anime uh, Interstellar 555. Five. There's four of them, and I think I did enough, <laughs> so we're good. We, we've had uh, M on to like talk about live music, uh, and I think we kind of like touched on sort of like the performance qualities of that. But we've never had someone come on to like talk about a specific album, which is like a fun thing because they're so. I feel like music, especially, is such a personal thing that people do. So it's really cool to be able to talk to someone really in depth about the relationship we have with music and the role it can play in like everything, like life and memory and all that stuff. Yeah, and this is certainly an interesting two for the price of one because this is an unusual circumstance that this album has not just a music video but a full-length piece of animation that's that's designed to go with the story of the album, which I don't know if there's actually anything else where that deliberately happened unless you start talking about, you know, movie soundtracks are kind of a similar concept, musicals are kind of a similar concept, but otherwise I think a fairly unusual and interesting topic to bring. Are you a deaf fan or just like casually have you listened to their music at all i i have listened to their music for sure i i know some people who are huge or at least were like huge huge daft punk fans so Mm -hmm. i i knew about them pretty early on and with some more intensity than than you would normally have of a band that you don't really listen to um (laughs) i have a i have kind of an antagonistic relationship specifically with get lucky because for some reason my local radio station always plays it in the middle of the night when i'm cramming for a convention (laughs) And um, I am not, in fact, up all night to get lucky. I am up all night to sew plushies. Um, and it does feel like a personal attack. But <laughs> but I am a huge fan of the of the Tron Legacy soundtrack. It's an excellent soundtrack. Yeah, I feel like that was also my... Fr- I think, like, like, a lot of the songs off Discovery kind of existed in my sort of just, like, cultural, like, scope. Because I feel like mm-hmm. you'd be hard-pressed to find someone who hasn't heard, like, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger oh, in yeah, some yeah. capacity. But I didn't start really listening to them until random access memories came out and then i didn't really even dive into their back catalog very much until just about last year uh, actually our previous guest M, who came to talk about live music is also very much into daft punk and when she found out i hadn't listened to discovery i thought she was going to throttle me <laughs> because she was like how dare you how dare you have listened to all of this other stuff and not their sort of seminal album uh, to her and and to our guest but yeah you know it's a cool thing to sort of realize that music that kind of exists to a lot of different people can and exist in in a lot of different ways well and you know it's never too late to get into daft punk because they are robots so that's true they will live forever presumably <laughs> but this intro won't go on forever and it's gonna end right now and we're gonna go into the conversation So we can just roll into it cool and casual because we all know each other. You this know. is like a when, when we have like every someone on who's like a who's like a close friend. It's just like this is like a super extra casual episode. <laughs> just, we're just pals chatting. It's, it's a good atmosphere. But thank you so much for coming on and spending this time with us tonight. Of course. If you want to introduce yourself, uh, maybe say a bit, little bit about what you do and then introduce the topic you brought to talk about. Uh, hi, I'm I'm Chuck. 
I just do one podcast on the internet and that's about it. And it's all about anime. So very fittingly, I brought an anime slash album to talk about, which is Interstellar 5555, or you can just call it Interstellar 45 just to make it easier. And then Discovery, the album by Daft Punk released in 2001. I feel like we should dock you points for bringing an anime and doing I... an anime podcast. <laughs> you know but what? like the connection, I feel like is okay. There's... So <laughs> I, I, I do want to talk about the album probably a little bit more than the anime, just because <laughs> I love me this album so much. So for, for people who might not be familiar with either, maybe kind of give a brief, you don't have to like give a history of Daft Punk or anything <laughs> like that, but just kind of like a brief sort of description or vibe of yeah. of both. Yeah, so uh, Daft Punk is a, I'd just say electronic uh, group with two French guys, and they've been releasing music since like 1998, I think. And so the album that I brought discovery is their second studio album made in 2001 super great album has like all the all the good ones like one more time and harder better faster stronger and then interstellar is a basically anime music video for the entire album produced by toei you know those people from dragon ball one piece all all that fame and then that was released in 2003 as a collaboration between daft punk and toei so it's uh it's a really interesting topic that I think is really neat because you know you don't really hear about a Japanese French animated music science fiction <laughs> yeah. film very often yeah did you uh were you introduced to the album first or the anime first uh fun I was actually introduced to them at the same time because uh one more time the first track on the album was actually since it's the first song in the album first song in the movie I guess they used that clip actually for the music video so I saw it on MTV so many years ago at this point it was essentially my introduction to both Daft Punk and I guess anime in general so it's a I don't know pretty formative for me because it's I don't know just really important and really neat yeah yeah it's a really seminal moment of, mm -hmm. of everything wow <laughs> yeah I mean I I think that was something like for a lot of people honestly because I had some friends that were super huge Daft Punk fans so I think had heard of them I'm pretty sure they were fans and had told me about them before that video came out because I definitely remember the video coming out and that was before it was very easy for things to go viral on the internet mm -hmm. because there wasn't really a platform that supported that necessarily but that was one of those things where that the music video came out and people who were in the anime community and people who were in the musical community kind of collapsed lighted with this this great intensity yeah <laughs> right absolutely it's like an experiment i'd say because it's it's such a bizarre thing to think about like one of the producers who like overlooked the entire thing uh his name is ah oh, man i don't want to butcher his name his last name's matsumoto i can i can pronounce that but he had actually done a animated music video for bohemian rhapsody before which i actually didn't know until i learned about it like a year ago which used some of his characters which was really interesting to see that this wasn't his first foray into this type of medium but to this scale no no way uh and it really helps that uh discovery is probably daft punk's best album in my opinion because oof there's some real bangers in this one yeah i was gonna ask do you have like a 
Um, I feel like Daft Punk is very good at making albums feel cohesive, but yeah. do you have like a favorite song off of the album that you kind of come back to more than the others? Superheroes, uh, Crescendals is really good. And Veritas Quo, which is the uh, kind of organ one. I love that one. And then obviously One More Time, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. All those are great. But oh, man, there's no sleepers on this album. Like, <laughs> like legitimately, you could press shuffle for this 14 song album and get gold every time and albeit that's just my personal opinion but it's like so good (laughs) what elements do you think for you personally make up the strong daft punk song like what what is it about the songs that maybe are your favorite that appeal to you the most if there's like a specific thing or a specific set of things that you can pinpoint uh it's you can tell a daft punk song just by like hearing it they're always very unique with the synth sounds but it's not constricted to just traditional electronic music like there's guitars all the time like they use the organ several times and there's a mixing of genres you can kind of tell within a lot of the songs especially within discovery because you know the album's called discovery they're discovering a lot of their what they want to do and so there's a lot of more intense songs like aerodynamic which was actually played during the part where one of the main characters was escaping from you know being abducted and it's like super high pace but still uses the traditional band with like you know drums bass guitar keyboard while still including all of the uh electronic music that Daft Punk is obviously known for so it's an interesting sound that I don't think any other artist has really captured since because it's just so unique I have a question about the anime. So is it a movie? Is it like a series of episodes? Like what's the what's the format? It's really weird. Technically, it's a movie. Like it was released full. It was shown as quote unquote episodes through Toonami. But then it was finally just released as a full feature film. So it's it's a film technically so obviously it's the whole album but is it kind of like the musical like you know how like so in a musical you have like the songs and then you have like Mm -hmm. the libretto where like people are just like talking to like set up the stage for the next part of the musical Mm -hmm. like or is it like continuous all the way through it's just the album you could literally you could play the record and almost entirely follow without needing to change anything there's zero dialogue besides the singing in the songs which is one of my favorite parts and very little sound effects so it's just listening to daft punk while watching anime basically it's an experience for sure and it's uh i recently actually just bought the blu-ray copy because i was like i need to finally just like commit to this because i absolutely adore both the album and the uh anime so is it something that you rewatch? like do you rewatch the anime more than you re-listen to the album or do you or or are they kind of hand in hand for you i I feel like just because the album is all audio it's easier to re-listen to that than watching the anime i still try and make a point to watch it like once every year at the very least but discovery a lot of these songs are still in all my playlists and they uh come up a lot and then once in a while i'll just sit through the entire album it's only an hour long which albeit 
like sounds like a big chunk of time but it flies especially Mm -hmm. if you're just doing like if you're typing out like a script or fixing something it is just flies by especially with the song interconnects with each other super well so uh during some of the songs there's actually a bell that uh is used to sometimes symbolize the end of one song but it immediately continues into the next song like you can sometimes hear the reverberations of the bell still in the background of the next track which is like oh Oh, my heart is (laughs) always, that's my one weakness. Just like having a continuous album as well as like animations or things happening on screen on time with the music, which this nails, like it's just perfect. That's why I love like Edgar Wright films so much because obviously he adds a lot of wonderful music and choreography towards it. And Interstellar does this in spades. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really interesting that, you know, I mean, I I think that um, when anyone is making an album that they they sort of intend it to have not necessarily a story, but an order that it's played in or you know even if you're listening to a musical like obviously those songs are designed to be played in a specific order but you don't necessarily have to and this sounds more like the songs are really never designed to be isolated from each other that it's more like kind of a flow of the experience so that does make more sense as something that you might choose to pair with animation because that structure is already there and inherent in the music so i'm curious about the anime itself and the the story that that and the album tell like is is yeah. this something that you can summarize? Is it uh, you is can, it too abstract? <laughs> you you can summarize it. It's a bit on the weird side because it is essentially yeah. a story of a alien band being abducted by essentially an immortal human and brought back to earth to produce a gold record which can be used to i don't know summon an evil spirit or something that one's real (laughs) real confusing and then a dude in a guitar spaceship comes down to help one of the aliens helps to bring back and then they discover that hey these are actually aliens and this dude this like producer guy was kind of really really evil so let's like send it back to space and uh actually one of like the smaller details is that you can see some famous like musician references to him like beethoven is actually i think like shown quote-unquote as the first alien captured by this guy so it's it's a really interesting thing because i think you also see Jimi hendrix i want to say so yeah it's it's really weird but also like kind of awesome in the, in the same sense because you're you're watching this and obviously no dialogue and sometimes you do see their lips move and some of them sing mm-hmm. along with the songs but there's no uh distinct dialogue so it's a lot of uh emotions shown by the characters and their actions which uh albeit toei not the best animation company out there but still especially during movies they did a really good job with this one because there's a lot of emotion i still cry during one part because i'm just a soft boy and that's how it is (laughs) but i absolutely adore just how all this was put together i'm curious because you said that this was not only your introduction to daft punk's music but also kind of your introduction to anime did this 
sort of set the tone for what you started to seek out in terms of like broadening your scope, like looking for other anime? Or did you kind of just like sort of splinter off and do a bunch of like look at a bunch of different other stuff? Well, when I first saw the music video, I was a weebab. And so I did not have a big enough brain to realize that there's other things like this out there <laughs> until later in my life. But when I did discover it, that I think this is actually one of the reasons why I love anime openings and endings so much because there is such a an integral part that you can connect music and animation with that I feel like is super underutilized beyond just openings and endings because there's a whole lot you can tell with just music. I've definitely gotten some inspiration from it and I've watched some Toei stuff, you know, Dragon Ball, all the all the normal stuff, but I don't think this has particularly restricted my anime decisions but rather it is very much a i'm very much a broad viewer but this is just one of like my top choices which seems really weird as it's just a music video but like oh my goodness it's so good <laughs> i'm just <laughs> well and especially i feel like the i feel like the narrative for like a lot of people like the first anime they ever saw it's usually like sailor moon or pokemon or maybe yeah. dragon ball mm -hmm. z like this is pretty like left field of like yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this is my introduction yeah, yeah. it's well because you don't you don't expect it when you flip on mtv and it's like in between episodes of beavis and butthead and <laughs> right. you just see this music video and you're like well shoot i'm enjoying this like way too much so <laughs> yeah i was never i never like you know watched toonami that often or watched stuff on uh whenever they showed like four kids stuff but i don't know this was just the one that stuck out to me the most which i don't know i'm pretty thankful for it's pretty pretty neat yeah i mean i think it probably was the first sort of mainstream exposure for a lot of people honestly because it was at that point in time there was an anime fandom and there were certainly people who knew about it in the mainstream or at least heard of it but they might not have seen it and and having it that connection with something that they might be familiar with i think changes the way people perceive something Although, yeah, I mean, it would have been completely wild if you had watched this and then you had immediately been like, well, I got to see what else this this lady Matsumoto guy is doing. And the next thing you had watched had been like Galaxy Express 999. Yeah, I think exactly. <laughs> you would have struggled like... with that. Although I, I, I was one of those people early in the fandom. Um, that a lot of people did see his work first and kind of watched it. And were like, I don't know if I get this, man. <laughs> like, yeah, it's strange. I don't know if I understand it. Yeah. Like Space Battleship Yamato. Like that. Yeah. That's wild compared to some of the yeah. stuff. Now, yeah. Or but... even Harlock is pretty is yes pretty harlock is pretty intense but yeah still super good love all those he's real good <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna ask the a similar question that i just asked re anime but re daft punk which is when you had the awareness to seek this out really do you listen to a lot of electronic music or is daft punk like kind of by itself in terms of like your music library i still listen to other types of electronic music but not to the the point of what I do Daft Punk. Daft Punk has been a pretty consistent like artist in my music listening experience from this point on. Like albeit not all of their songs are the best, but especially with let's say the Tron Legacy soundtrack, which is by the way the best musical score for a movie. Don't <laughs> at me. I love that. <laughs> and then their newest one which was sadly released in 2013, Random Access Memories where they have uh 
like Get Lucky. So they're still releasing really good songs, and they did stuff with The Weeknd for Starboy and stuff like that. So they're still they're still moving on strong. And by God, do they make some really really good music? I have like a question in my brain. about this like there's something about the connection because like i'm a type of person who like i listen to music and i'll imagine like scenes in a movie or something Mm -hmm. Um, which Mm -hmm. i think is a thing that a lot of people do but there's there's something very interesting to be like oh this is literally that like because what you've described (laughs) is like there's no sound effects there's no dialogue it's literally just like people make jokes all the time of like watch this movie with like you know what is it dark side of the moon dark Dark side Side of the the moon moon, yeah yeah um but that's just like you know watch this anime but just turn on Daft Punk's Discovery <laughs> like hey, I, want, I want you guys to watch Wolf Children but make sure <laughs> to put random access memories under it and it will blow your mind <laughs> oh gosh but yeah but like so you said that you um you do have a penchant though for a lot of media that has that type of because like, you mentioned Edgar Wright movies which kind of yes. do the same thing mm-hmm. where he pays a lot of attention to the soundtrack and how it interfaces with the world around the characters. Can you talk a little bit about how like you seek out that similar type of relationships in the in the stuff you watch or, or listen to? It's really difficult because not a lot of producers and people like that put in that much care, especially into soundtracks that can usually just be orchestral or, you know, not really uh, impact the experience as much as some of these other are. But stuff like Baby Driver by Edgar right oh my goodness that was my movie of 2017 like there's chase scenes with music in time there's an in-universe explanation on why there's music there's so many little things that can be used with music that i don't feel is properly utilized that could be like obviously we have musicals i love musicals but that it's a different type of relationship between the two because musicals are very much sung by the cast and made part of the story while stuff like edgar wright they just have whatever the hell they want and it'll work because they put in so much time and effort into it which sadly isn't as popular and especially with edgar wright because his uh movies don't make a lot of money because it's just it's a difficult thing to market it's a very i wouldn't say niche but it's just hard to describe without watching it in that mode because when you're sitting there and just watching action happening in time with music like in Shaun the Dead where they're beating up the zombie running around it with baseball bats to like the beat of the music like you can't say that to someone and they'll be like ah yes I get that that's (laughs) you're it's it's so hard to show how this is so it's something that I might not as much seek out as much as when I do come across it I fixate myself on Mm -hmm. that sort of aspect which is why even with uh like western shows some of like the theme songs uh stuff like ed and Nettie, foster's home for imaginary friends stuff like that those stick in your head too because they have actions and reactions to and with the music so it's it's very much just enhances anything that it's a part of while not detracting away from the medium as a whole 
Well, and you're basically given a script to work from. Like when you sing something to music, you're giving someone all of those dramatic beats. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. literally beats, but also the like, <laughs> you know, the pacing beats. Yeah. And yeah. and when those align, like it's almost like, all right, here, like half of the work is done. You know, like yeah. the pacing's just... here. Just just make it. Like Just put that... something over it. You're fine. You yeah. got it. I was gonna say that sounds sounds like I'm trivializing the the whole process. I no. I know it is difficult, <laughs> but yeah. you, you know, there's there's something about the the sinking of those two things that really yeah. is really does scratch that itch. It's just it's wonderful to watch. Like even with uh an in Interstellar, there's just flashing light sometimes, like that just pulls with the music with just like the beat and even that's just like like you get a little shot of dopamine every time you see that and you're like yes <laughs> this this is what i live for right now i think it it does make you respond to actions that you're seeing in a, in a different way than than if there wasn't like a rhythm i mean i would actually argue that we, we sort of we're veered a little bit into edgar wright territory which is dangerous <laughs> for me because i'm a huge edgar wright fan oh, I, <laughs> but yeah. but you know talking about the Shaun of the dead which they really struggled to advertise because they actually wound up pitching it as a musical which is yeah it is definitely what? not a musical it's just that the music was so in the dna of the movie that when you know the marketing department sees it they're like um i guess we're gonna call it a musical because we feel uh, like we ought to yeah. mention this even though nobody bursts into song at any point but you know they so the you were talking about um the scene in in the uh in the in the Winchester, I think, uh, where they're where they're beating up the zombie to, to yes. don't stop me now, and all the mm-hmm. lights are flashing and stuff, and there, there's all this other action that's tied to the music, but the musical choice there is completely inappropriate for the scene. Yeah. Like even the pacing of it is not necessarily like what you would choose if if you had just been given this action scene and somebody wanted to plug in like a rock song, like it becomes um, completely inextricable in a way that you might not have expected because you might not have picked that. And so I'm I'm curious when you listen to the album now do you see the anime or do you have like a different a different version of something that you see when you listen to it well i've listened to this album so many times that there there are parts like one more time especially because that is the music video for it i will always see that and some flashes of like there's a big castle in the middle that plays during veritas quo but Otherwise, it's very much a different experience, I'd say, Mm. because while the anime adds a whole lot, there's still stuff that you can't get from that while just listening to the plain album, because there's just infinite things that are different and can be construed and thought of in different ways that... I feel like listening to the the album itself just becomes something a little bit more personal than watching the anime. Well, I love the anime, but it's your experience with this. There's no interpretation besides your own to construe what you see this album as. So it's very much how you feel like this music is. Yeah. So so f- as a follow up, when you listen to the other albums or even to other kinds of music, are you ever thinking about visuals that might go with it? Either like pairing it with something existing that you've seen or do you see action at all when you're listening to something that's maybe more or less story based? Yeah, it's I, I do that, which is which is sometimes rough because I'm just like, what if this existed? Like, wouldn't that <laughs> blow my mind? Like 
for the podcast I do, I actually uh, can basically make an AMV, which is kind of weird, especially thinking about it in 2019. <laughs> but but when you can sync something to the music, which I love to do, I like I make it frame perfect. I try to get all the points where it needs to be, and it's just so rewarding that like I don't know why my brain just connects like that now, but it's just like yes this is what i want to see at this point in time and this action if it did correspond it would be infinitely better or something along those lines i, I want to go back to the this whole idea of like when you listen to the album it being a very personal experience have you watched the anime with other people or do you just watch it by yourself i've watched it uh with some other people which it's a weird experience especially when it's something that you cherish as much as like i do to this because some people have never even heard about this before it's a holistically new experience like yes they've probably heard a couple songs from the album but it is interesting to see because while my mind is like this is the best thing happening in my world right now at this time some other people are like you know it's just it's just daft punk music over some cartoons or whatever i remember reading a review that was just it's like it's daft punk but there's like cartoons over this otherwise (laughs) it's just daft and i'm like come on like it's it's something so uh different and like obviously there's so many ways to uh consume and interpret a media which is most apparent during like interstellar where it's it's a combination of if you like daft punk music or if you like that sort of style as well as if you like the certain anime or just that style so if there's even just like a little bit off on one of those two fronts it can completely screw your experience in Mm -hmm. one way or the other so i've had some people that are like it was fine you know it's it's whatever and then i've had some people that are like bro you just blew my mind (laughs) like i can't believe this it's a mixed bag and like i get it there's it's not for everyone like everything isn't made for everyone and that's perfectly fine but my goodness how could you not love this yeah it's hard to not have a a really if you have a really personal investment in a work of art you really want that reaction when you when you show it to people of just like you've just blown their socks off yeah versus them being kind of lukewarm about it it's hard not to be deeply invested in how other people react to things that you love you just want a real life pog champ from like someone (laughs) like listening and watching but sometimes it doesn't happen and that's just how it is different (laughs) art for different people well and and i especially find it interesting because i feel like having something that's a visual medium that's way easier to share with someone in a in a communal space because it can be like hey come over like let's watch a thing or whatever versus like i I think especially now music has become way more personal and way more um more people just listen to like something with headphones on yeah i guess sort of again i'm doing the thing where i'm like asking the question but for the different thing um yeah (laughs) have you have you told people to listen to the album or or have you like sat and listened to the album with someone oh yeah well like the biggest proponent to that is road trips whenever i need to do a long road trip i'm like do you want to listen to this album with me that's the point where you can always get someone to listen to something with you mm-hmm. just because yeah. they're stuck yes <laughs> you, you can't you can't be like oh no i don't want to listen to this i'm like sucks to suck you're driving <laughs> i have the ox cord there's nothing you can do so sit back and listen to some daft punk is that is that justin's podcast joke about what is it it's, it's six hours to phoenix motherfucker yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's like that's it's just true like i've gotten people to listen to podcasts and everything like that just through road trips and daft punk albeit it isn't as niche as some of the other things that i like to listen to especially with discovery with the huge songs on it especially you know how kanye sampled better faster stronger but it's still such a unique experience when you're listening to the whole thing through and it's just a mindset you get into or like a kind of a vibe i guess where there's some like really slow songs but then there's some wicked upbeat and you're just jamming for like five minutes and then it hits a wall and then slows down so quickly and you're like ah yes this is the album that i've picked but it's so good it just hits a point where you're like i don't know how to like top this discovery i would say is a quote-unquote perfect album and i know that's a big old claim especially that there's basically infinite amount of music now but i've listened to this since 2002 probably and i've yet to get like grow old to any song in this album which is insane it's such a long period of time to have listened to a piece of art and art changes with age with time and how the person changes but i still come back to this like every time i'm like yes more daft punk i love this it's just super fun and i just love it so 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 much that that raises a question for me about especially since you've been you've this has been a favorite album for so long like there's a lot of conversation about uh about music and how music is tied to memory do you find that having music that was already paired with visuals has affected the way that it's tied to your memory like do you associate any of the songs on the album with specific times or or places in your in your own life or is it kind of overwritten by this story existing i definitely had a huge phase a couple years ago where i just listen to uh superheroes from this album which mm-hmm. is one of the most criminally underrated songs in this entire album and so that i obvi- i like connect with a couple years ago while there's still the visions of the anime already it's still very much a personal experience well it's it's like if you had a this is going to be a bad analogy but if you had a book and you see the front cover all the time and like that's the anime and you're like okay i know this but when you open the book there's all the context to it which is so basically like all my life experiences with like each of these songs when i started listening to them more and points to my life where i really did like reach back to the song or this album so it's while there's still that memory from the visuals that i've had for a decade plus now is still being added onto, which is i think a super cool thing about music because it's just like hey it's still it's still impacting me so mm-hmm. it's it's never a static art form. Yeah, that's really cool because I I think that there are a lot of and again I'm speaking personally, so maybe I shouldn't be like I don't know like you're here to come on the show. Anyway, <laughs> no, but it's, it's like fine. but like there are so many. I think a lot of people interface with music where it's like oh I listened to this album at a certain time, and so when I listen to this album again, it will always remind me of this like very specific moment in my life. But you've stumbled upon something very like very cool here, whereas this is something that has followed you through. Throughout a lot of your life so it's sort of just like it's 
like a Katamari ball of an album yes. because it just like <laughs> gathers all this other life experience and it, and it just keeps getting bigger. And I find that like there's such a narrative around like I've listened to the song on repeat 500 times and now I'm now I've wrung all of the enjoyment out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when you have something that can be very, you know, that can stick around like that, that's really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done that. I've done that many times and destroyed my experience with albums and artists because I was just like, I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to just put this song on repeat and listen to it several times over. That one of the worst experiences of that is back when Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000 rebooted and then they released the album on Spotify. I was like, well, I'm going to listen to the intro theme 20,000 times. <laughs> and it was it was on the top of my Spotify 2017 <laughs> listen to. And I'm like, who am I? What, what, why am I like this? But it's just such a interesting thing, especially with music, which is almost wholly unique to like humans which is kind of insane too that we just draw so much enjoyment from sounds just that it, it becomes pleasing to our ears and our minds and we're just like this is yes this is what i've lived for and i don't know daft punk in this album just scratches that itch like no none other i really like the idea of of art that travels along with you rather than i, I mean i think we have a lot of popular culture where we feel like you know reboots and everything aside that it should be this like walled off room in our minds that it, it's it's tied so inextricably to a specific time and place and mindset that we're almost afraid to open it up again and with us having changed but the art having not changed yeah so i wonder like since you this is probably a difficult question to answer i mean this is a long period of time in your life do you think you can you can describe at all anything that's changed if you were to put this this album on right now about how you interact with it or anything that you've discovered in it or how it affects you that's different than the first time you heard it i feel like there's been a lot of times especially in like the past couple of years in my life that you know there's been some hard stuff but there's also been a lot of like really really good experiences that i've had and some of the times like i have been listening to some music on this album because you know whenever i make a playlist i was throw like one or two of these songs on they're just you know just to make sure but it's still at a point where there are probably like three or four phases in my life that if i listened to this album in each of those periods it would probably be a holistically different experience because i'm such a different person from even just three years ago and i find that to be such an interesting thing because uh my parents actually were in the military so i never stayed in one place longer than two years basically so it was a constantly changing atmosphere and life for essentially 18 years and when there is such a drastic change every two years and something like an album or art or even just like a couple people stick with you it becomes such a it's like an anchor i'd say because you're every two years you can reinvent yourself you can be someone different which is kind of crazy to think about as well because like people that know me in one place could have a completely different idea of somewhere somewhere else from some other person but daft punk and this album has been sticking with me for a very very long time and while my interpretation and enjoyment well not enjoyment i've always enjoyed this but interpretation of this has changed over time it's still very much a 
like a good experience and something that I can still remember fondly in all those phases. I don't have a follow up. I do have a hypothetical, <laughs> which I'm I'm stealing because normally Anne does the hypotheticals, so I'm stealing this from her. That's um, my IP. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Please if, do not steal. <laughs> so if you had to pick an album outside of Discovery uh, that you really love that could have a similar kind of treatment. Uh, so it's like you get a full, fully animated sort of oh, movie no. music video. Oh, what album gonna... would it be? Ah, jeez. <laughs> this is like the hardest question. <laughs> Just like legitimately the most difficult thing. So let me think for a second. I just need to like, my, my immediate my immediate thought is Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. That album also holds like a pretty big place in my heart, albeit it's only five songs technically but that album is just so good it's so good it's it's just phenomenal but another album that i've actually been listening to quite recently is actually vampire weekend's uh new album father of the bride because that album i don't think as as closely follows the um type of uh like cohesion as discovery but it still has like such a soul to it that i feel like it could very well still be uh created into something like this because oh boy also if you haven't listened to father the bride vampire weekend like super good super good but yeah it, it there's just the thing is with music there's so much there's like so much music that you could pick from and any number of those could be great it's only restricted on how the creators like approach this like take any album and then just make visuals or a movie or something over it and it could be phenomenal it just takes that love that like huge amount of love that it can take but yeah i'd probably say wish you were here i think that's that's like the the one Hmm, now I'm just distracted thinking that maybe the new Give Carly Rae Jepsen a sword is going to be Give Ooh. Carly Rae Jepsen an anime. <laughs> just give, guys, we're starting a Patreon. We're not a Patreon, an online poll, change.org. Yes. <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen needs an anime. If we get, get 500,000 signatures, we'll send this off to Japan. I don't know where. We'll just address Somewhere. it to Japan and be like, make this anime, please. I, I feel like emotion would be, could be you could probably get a good anime to emotion. I haven't listened to the new album, yes. so now I'm like, oh man, Boy Problems set as like an anime music video would be the best. <laughs> I don't have any, Anna, if you have, I know I stole your hypothetical. Uh, no, I, I have book, a, so. I have another hypothetical. Oh, okay. Look at this. Should we, should we maybe do, um, do our sort of pitch wrap up question I think we should probably still do and then then I will ask the hypothetical uh, that's fair so I'm going to give you the question that we usually give everyone kind of uh, to wrap up which is if you had to pitch uh, let's I, I don't want to say either the album or the anime how about like the album and the anime as a collected experience package deal yes okay. uh, if you had to pitch that to somebody uh, how would you do that oh shoot it's already so hard to pitch just one of them I would probably bring it in by just saying it's just such an experience that I feel that everyone should at least 
experience once because it is so it's such a unique thing with the connection of especially a french duo along with japanese animation but then that own album is still i'd say perfect even without the visuals but there's something so wonderful about just seeing all this and listening to all this that i feel like some people would be missing out that could really really enjoy this and i feel that especially even if you are very against anime if you are an anime hater and not enjoy it at all i'd still say watch this there's no japanese there's more english in this than japanese so i there's no reason for you not to watch it pretty visuals super fun animation great story actual emotional pulls at your heartstrings which is really hard to do and overall just a great hour of your time spent on anything and then obviously the album's just really really good i hope i sold that well enough for someone (laughs) to just be like let's watch this now because you should you really should all right am i am i is it time to get redemption for my for my ip yeah Yeah, let's let's see let's see who who holds the handle of hypotheticals better (laughs) great now there's stakes i like it there's real stakes in this (laughs) podcast okay your life is now an anime which daft punk which daft punk song is your opening theme oh no Oh, this is even worse. Oh, God. Oh, oh no. It could be okay. an action sequence or an emotional sequence if you would prefer. If you don't have an opening. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with opening because that's that's my bread and butter. Um, Now I'm just like scrolling through their entire <laughs> like discography and I'm like, what could it be? I, God, this is, it's just going to be a minute of me going, Hmm. well i could um i'm gonna have to go with a song from their most recent album i want to say uh give life back to music i i think that's i think that's it it's it still has like a a pretty decent pace while Mm -hmm. still i can visualize something happening during this time you know fun stuff with credits and like you know some fun little things happening and also you leaping through blue sky yes that and dancing (laughs) to the music because that's the that's the peak of anime if characters are dancing to the opening or ending like oh boy (laughs) that's it you've made it you've you've ascended you you know you know what's happened you know what's up but yeah give life back to music i feel would be a good one as you said that i can like i I, like pictured that like opening or i thought of like that opening rift yeah like and i was like oh yeah that's a good like opening (laughs) rift theme i like it i approve your choice (laughs) thank you i i appreciate it i'm glad that i get I get uh, feedback. (laughs) Yeah, there is no, there is no right answer. But in this case, there is a right answer. There's no right answer, but yes, you did it. You got the right one. (laughs) Also, I do think Anne. I, I think Anne wins on the hypothetical battle. I will, I will see the floor. (laughs) You will, you will bow out of this. Will this, will this be your last ever hypothetical? Are you going to continue to challenge the throne? Well, this is the first time I ever challenged. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Is this, is this going to be a continuous thing now? I don't know. Is there going to be drama in this podcast? Is there going to be a through line? This is what's going to tear us apart. I'm going to come back in 20 episodes to be the next co-host. So stick around for that one. This is our Game of Thrones. (laughs) This is the Game of Thrones. Okay, hypothetical. 
If this podcast had a throne of some sort, what would it be made out of? I have an answer, and you have okay, an answer. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, ah, it's like a stack of DVDs and pop culture crap <laughs> I mean, or something. It, I don't it's, know. No, it's plush. It's plush. Like it's like it's like it's because I initially I initially was like, oh, it's like a giant beanbag chair. But it's like one of those big ones, like one of those ones that you can like leap into and just like disappear into, and, and just like it's, go into a portal, just like yes. you're gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's got the like foam blocks in it instead of the beans. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was thinking it was like one of those uh, giant Totoro beanbags, except instead <gasps> of Totoro, it's a dragon. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> that's I like see? that too. See collaboration. That's <laughs> and, the true answer. And there could and there could be a pillow on it. That's just a plush treasure chest. Yes. Oh, I love this. Well, thank you so much again yeah, for thank coming you. on. Yeah, of course. This was an incredible discussion. And also like I feel like most episodes end with me going like, I need to go do the thing now, but I also really do want to like go re-listen to Discovery like right <laughs> yeah. now. Like that's not a fake thing I do, that's genuine. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be lying if I'm if I said I wasn't listening to Give Life Back to Music right now because it's just a Good. bop. Well, where can people find you on social media? Anything you want to plug? Uh, this is your space, so go for it. Uh, oh, it's my space. So I'm gonna just like. Just take this moment to first thank Emily and Anne for bringing me on this. This is very good. Very good time. I had a wonderful time chatting about Daft Punk. Um, So you can find me on Twitter at Upchuck Gaming, U-P-C-H-U-C-K-E-D-G-A-M-I-N-G, because I had uh, a bad decision when I was a wee lad. And I'm like, what if I just put gaming behind my name? <laughs> so then uh, you can also find the podcast that I do is uh, on Twitter at 3AweeBros, T-H-R-E-E-A-W-E-E-B-R-O. Uh, and on that we listen to and where we watch a series of anime every other week and then talk about it for you know anywhere between an hour and three hours so it's a it's a grab bag and then you can find and the podcast name is funky anime podcast shortened is fap because i am a child <laughs> and i think that's it's very funny uh but yeah you can find it literally anywhere you find podcast spotify apple Google Play, Stitcher, you know, wherever you're listening to this right now, <laughs> you can probably find Fat or Funky Anime Podcast. But yeah, listen to that. And the good thing about the podcast, you don't have to listen to all the episodes. Just find an anime that you're like, well, shoot, I've seen that. I want to hear people just talk about it for, you know, several hours. <laughs> so if if that's your cup of tea, then go for it. It's it's a good time. We'll be glad to have you. And I think that's it. I don't really have anything else. I'm not that, you know. <laughs> well, thank you again. This was a delight. Thanks for listening to Guilty Treasures. You can follow us on Twitter at TreasuresCast. If you have questions or comments, you can hit us up there or at our email, guiltytreasurescast at gmail.com. Or set your thoughts to Funky Electronica and then animate it. If you have a moment, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Or trap your friend in a car on a road trip and make them listen to this podcast. Until next time, let the dragon in your heart be happy. (laughs) 